Good morning, everyone out there in listener land. We hope that you are enjoying your holiday season. And, uh, well, today, December the 23rd, for most of you, uh, is supposed to be a record day in cold and winter weather. So I hope that you're all safe and warm. But to give you something to do, uh, something to help you pass the time during this very cold pre-Christmas day, we have for you a very special Candle Bells episode. This is our fifth Candle Bells special, and we have invited back a few old friends, or young old friends, you might say, as well as one new voice, I guess would be a better word than face, uh, since this is an audio medium. But it is time again for Candle Bells and the festivities of the Candle King. So we just wanted to take a moment and say thank you all for your support. Thank you for being patient during this time off. Uh, we are finally home with our new child, Parker Renee. She is doing well, and we are very thankful for all of our friends and fans and listeners out there. So we hope you enjoyed this very special edition of Candle Bells, and we will see you again soon in the new year. Now we'll start with this fun-filled episode with a special message from my son, Link. Merry Christmas. And Merry Candle Bells. Merry Candle Bells. Oh, Candle Bells, Candle Bells, jingle all the way. Okay. Hope you don't fall and die or all the fire will engulf you. Ah! All of <laughs> It's we'll a candle, bro. Now. Candle bells, candle bells, candle all the way. This is where we fight snow monsters before they stab us. Hey, hey. And welcome to a very, very special episode of Make Believe Heroes. Today we are uh, we're going to take another evening, a late afternoon, some might call it, and celebrate <laughs> Candle Bells, the festive season of Monumi. And tonight we have, <laughs> boy oh boy, we have a full crew tonight. Um, we do have some returning guests, uh, and at least one, well, I guess only one brand new guest, but, uh, oh, yes. uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to introduce ourselves, but I will just say it's Candle Bells, and this is our fifth Candle Bells special. That's a lot, That's a lot bro. Man. On, I've been in all of them with the kids. I've been in none of them. Um, we have our original cast from the very first Candle Bells special. Uh, and now we're going to go around the table and introduce ourselves. You can say your name and the name of your character. My name is Levi. I play Frederick III. Very good. My name is Elam, and I play some guy named Flynn Eastwood. My name is Haley, and I play Finn. All right. Hey, I'm Felicia, and I'm playing Flinkle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lennon, and I play Grendel Timmering. Grindle. Uh, that's right. So we've got three returning characters. Frederick, wow. Grindle, and uh, and Finn. But wow. we've also got a couple new characters to introduce. And we've got a lot of 
Things to do, things to to cover. People to kill. We're not going to get through any of that. Paul. I mean, you're right. Monsters to kill. <laughs> Monsters to kill. Monsters to kill. People to snipe. And people you know. if they're in their way. Woo! So why don't we uh, jump right in? You ready? Let's go. Yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. All right. It is that festive time of the year when the cold wind blows down from the north across the lands of Manumi. Families who believe in the spirit of candle bells have put a little stopper in their door. They've lit a candle and set out a nice little sweet cake for the Candle King to come by and to feast on the treats and leave gifts for the children. In the far northern part of the world, in the lower parts of the Icefall Mountains, there at the foot, uh, inside a little valley, there is the village of Kurtza Village. The heart of Candle Bells, some might say. And uh, walking into the gates of Kurtza Village, summoned here by letter, once again, is a group of three friends, along with a new tag-along. <laughs> One we might need to break away from. Mm-hmm. Frederick, quickly, describe yourself. I don't remember what do I look like. You're a giant Goliath. You're like seven I'm a feet big tall. old He-Man. I got big muscles. I carry a giant axe on my back, mm-hmm. two little ones on my legs. <laughs> yeah. Looks like I could destroy you. I got mm-hmm. long. Mm-hmm. I'm changing my character a little bit, but I got some long, l- voluptuous blonde hair. No, you're bald headed. <laughs> it's a wig. No, it's a wig. No. It's a wig. It's definitely a wig. Hold on, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a second. You're saying that your seven foot tall, gray skinned, rock, rock flesh Goliath has flowing blonde hair. It's a wig. It's a wig. Yes. But it's a wig. He it's doesn't gonna, want to admit it's a, that it's a wig. It's a wig. So with you, I've grown about three inches though. So you're like seven foot three inches tall. Yeah, but Landon has also grown some inches. You literally ruined everything. Uh, Landon, that's a good idea. What does uh, Grendel look like? Grendel is a gnome wizard. Mm-hmm. He wears a red cloak type with a green like undershirt mm-hmm. that is showing a little bit, okay. and he carries a wand. That's very fast. It's very short. Very fast. You wearing a hat? I do wear a hat. Sorry, it's in my pocket. I forgot. Oh, that's okay. What color's the hat? It is also red. Ah, uh, there it is. That's what I for. Green coat, red shirt. Is that right? Yep. How dare you? Green robe, red shirt, I mean? Is it shirt? Break dance? Um, blue. Red, red robe, robe green, green shirt. shirt. Okay. You break dance, Casper. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Frederick's new locks? I hate them. Mm, <laughs> I told I told him not to. Oh. He was there okay. when I bought it. And Finn. <laughs> it was a Kjorg situation. What's Finn look like? <laughs> I don't remember. You can make it up. Make it up. Okay. She has long brown hair with a few braids in it, and she wears. Brown leather clothes, like everything, I guess. Okay. With a little bit of green in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, walking along with them, not the tallest uh, in stature, uh, is the, uh, our friend, our new halfling friend. I am a dwarf. No, you're a halfling. <laughs> oh, I'm something. Our new halfling friend, the dwarf. Our new dwarf. halfling friend. The I'm dwarf. dwarf. <laughs> I'm like a dwarf? I'm a halfling. You're a halfling. You're that's a, a, that's like a, a hobbit, hobbit, bro. Oh, I'm a hobbit, like yeah. Lord of the Rings. One very low yeah. yeah, you're a hobbit. Hobbit. Describe yourself. Elo, I'm begging you. I live in a little shack, right? I make candles for a living. But what do you look like? Uh, I got brown hair. Uh, I haven't bathed for two years. Describe oh, your no. living situation. It's um, pig Actually, pen. I did. I actually do bathe. Uh, okay. Um. Got like a dark robe on? I got like a dark robe. Okay. Many tacos. So... As a halfling rogue, a rogue is like a thief. He's very sneaky. 
He can hide very oh, well. Yes. He's an assassin. He's like really, really mm -hmm. quick on his feet and all that good stuff. I have one eye. You have one eye. I was fighting a liger. <laughs> okay. And some tall, gorgeous dude with. Okay, well, let's let's back this up. Hold, hold back this up a second. I was a big, so, gorgeous dude. So you okay? We need we need a little bit of a story for why you're here. Okay, so you are a friend of Frederick's. Yes. Maybe Finn and uh, Grendel are like. So how did you two meet? Like, what's the? We met on Tinder. And and what's with? Like, and how did you lose we your eye? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Stuff like right. that. So I know who you are. So who are you again? Why are you here? I'm Flint. Eastwood. Okay. I make candles. He's really good at and sports. I butcher meat birds. Meat <laughs> <laughs> you say meat birds? That's okay. I like it. <laughs> A new t-shirt. I butcher meat, meat birds. birds. Okay. Yes. So I want that. <laughs> but he asked how y'all met. Um, I was one glorious morning. <laughs> I was. I woke up. I was peeing in a pond. Out, oh gorgeous my goodness. View, gorgeous view. Still drinkable, like Alaskan water. Uh, I was peeing in a pond. And I looked <laughs> over, and I saw a glorious man with oily skin killing a liger. It was beautiful. Oily skin. So you guys come into Kurtz's Village. You guys come into Kurtz's Village as you're talking and getting to know one another. And uh, you go up approaching the same inn where you went before to meet the mayor. Northern Knights. Uh, the Northern... It's Northern Knights, isn't it? It is. Northern Knights, isn't it? <laughs> the Northern Knights Inn. But something strange happens. Whoa, what is it? Did My you... head explodes. <laughs> no, it's it's festive. You know, there's there are people singing and, you know, all the sort of festivities that go on around this. All the normal festivities and stuff that you would generally expect to see. But as you guys are walking toward the door to the Northern Knights Inn, uh, one minute you're stepping on the street and the next minute you trip. Get out of the way! And you fall face down in the snow. Ow. Ow. <laughs> you pick yourselves up and you are no longer in Kurtzville Village. Whoa, 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 whoa. You have arrived oh in a strange place, which three of you are like, oh, yeah, okay, this oh, again. Again. And you are at the foot of a giant, beautiful tower surrounded by candles. And the doors, uh, as you guys pick yourselves up from the snow, dusting yourselves off, the doors swing open wide and you can see the entrance into the home of the Candle King. It's Led Zeppelin! Again? Really? Do we need to kill your tiger? I've already killed one, apparently, this episode. <laughs> I brought some meat burgs in my bag. <laughs> I'll beat him with a chicken. Well, we're all set, guys. <laughs> Please join me. Come inside my castle. Okay. We come. Do you all enter into the castle? Yes, we want to enter. Yeah. You come into the castle courts, and the doors shut behind you. And before you see the Candle King seated on his throne, beside him, lying beside him, looking up at you is the enormous white and gold furred cat, the Yule Cat. Yule Cat? Ooh, Yule Tide Cats. With a big bell around his neck. Bells, how big? And then there are a couple other people. One, there is a woman standing beside the throne with her hand on the shoulder of the Candle King. She is dressed in a very fluffy sort of dress. I don't know how to describe it. Like, a, Did she kill a liger? No, but from the waist down, it, it, it's one of those big, like, poofy, almost like ball gown type dress, and it gives, oh, got some money. gives sort of the image of a bell. And that, if, though you all know, this is the queen of bells. There is also, off to another side, uh, a strange-looking figure. He is kind of bluish-skinned. He is wearing 
a nice robe, but it also, you can see like spots where there are like barnacles and things stuck to it, like he's been in the ocean for long periods of time. He's got long black hair. And uh, standing beside him is a strange figure. Felicia. You see a bird person. Uh, she's holding a staff. She looks real old. Um, old. Old, so old. Old, but no L. So old. Uh, she has so bad odor. <clears throat> she's so weird. <laughs> she smells good. Mm. She's just old. Keep going. Um, she's wearing like orange and uh, brown outfits, you know. And she's she's a, she, she kind of stooped. Yeah, she's like stooped Extra over peak. holding her staff. Mm. Come in, come in. Make yourselves welcome. Frederick Finn. Grindel, thank you for adhering to my summons. I'm glad that you have arrived. We are going to need your help, and uh, I see you've brought someone with you. Come, small one. What yes. is your name? My name is Flint. Flint Eastwood. Yes, right, <laughs> sir. Of course, I know your name. I'm a little nervous, sir. And your three brothers as well. Oh, yes, this one and this one. I can't believe you noticed them. And your four sisters. Yes. How are they? They are swell. And your mother, June? Yes, pregnant with another one. All oh, the way. my goodness. Oh, my Lord, is that Juniper? Oh, no. <laughs> pregnant with another one. She's still fixing those little walnut-infused cakes. Oh, yes, they are delicious. I look forward to having one tonight. They are scrumptious, <laughs> my sir. Well, welcome to the castle of the Candle King. My dad built a little bit of this castle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you're mistaking it with a different castle. Uh, I'm, glad, castle I'm glad that you're all here, but um, I hope that you'll forgive me. I, I wish that I had in invited you all just to spend the evening with us for some nice Candle Bells festivities, but... <laughs> I'm afraid that there is some trouble brewing. We are going to, well, very soon, we will depart and set about Manumi delivering gifts to all the true believers in Candlebells, the dearest children of the world. Oh, yes. For it is that time of year again. Why? Why? <laughs> because it is Candlebells. And no, that no, no, is no, no. I completely understand. What? He's what got, he's got new hair. You haven't noticed his hair. I'm oh. Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> no. <laughs> this luck shall never be cut. Frederick. Yeah. You've uh, taken on a new look. It's a wig. Don't you like it? I think you're right, Flinkle. <laughs> oh, by the way, this is Flinkle, he says. Oh, and he, he's, he, he's standing up now, and he's got to, he grabs Flinkle by the, like, he, like, slaps her hard between the wings <sighs> on the back. Like a, a puff of feathers just flies off. Oh, of yeah. Oh, Candle sorry. King, you know I'm pretty old. <laughs> yes. I'm 29 and a half. Well, I've invited all of you here to go to join me. Yes, my lord. And Flinkle. I'm old. On a journey. What? What sort of journey? What kind of journey? What are we here take? for? <laughs> Candle stuff. The no. big, muscular dude with the bluish skin and the dark hair kind of steps forward towards you all. Even oh yes, this is my brother Tarkin. Uh, that is a big man. Let him tell you. <laughs> Do you let, even go to the gym, bro? Yes, he is, he is quite a large man. Let him tell you. He can tell it a little better. Okay. He steps forward. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> my brother is right. I, I suppose I can tell it. Klaus, a oh, brother. 
The Candle King tells me that the three of you helped him out uh, in a couple of binds over the years, ever since you met under unfortunate circumstances. Oh, yes, we have. Yep, I tried to kill him. <laughs> you have not. I tried you to kill his cat. Not. I've never seen it before. I, nearly ate it. <laughs> I killed bad. many me butch. Who are you again? Are you important? What's your name again? I have seen you somewhere. Flint Eastwood. Sounds familiar. <laughs> Isn't that a golfing brand? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if, if, if I may, I'll tell you. Yes, you may. My brother and I, as well as our other brothers, there was a time when the, our father, Kultarn the Righteous, was here, and our mother. And you see, when our father came here from Manumi, really he's actually from the same land as you all, uh, he met my mother here and also her brother. Her brother ruled this realm, and it was only after she and our father became wed that they were able to overthrow him. And uh, when he had lost, he and his minions, they kept to the darkness in this realm. Was his name Gru? His name is Prankus. Prankus? Does he like to pull, pull practical pranks or, or practical jokes? Our uncle, by all intents and purposes, Prankus, as you said, it's not really one for pulling pranks, but he is a force of wickedness. And before the days of candle bells, he would often travel to your realm, and there he would torture young children. And oh my gosh, he's Krampus. There were times when... He would take them. Regardless, he has been defeated, and he has stayed in his place in the darkness for all these years. But he has become aware that our father and mother are gone. Oh, boy. And he does not share the fear and respect for us that he did for them. And he has returned. Mm, yes, well, I hear around would see that he plans to once again travel around the world causing problems for the good children of Manu. Are you sure they're good? Are you sure about that? Have you checked he the list twice? you when you're sleeping. Twice? Who checks the list twice? I've checked it four His times. His name is Nicholas Overweight Claus. <laughs> he knows if you've been bad or good. Is, is this the stranger from that land of America? Yeah, I've heard it's you America. Yes. Oh. It's Marika. The land right. of the free. Anyway, as I was saying, uh, Prankus has returned, and along with his minions, he plans to foil all of my efforts to be kind and good to all the children of Monumi. And so, my brother Tarkin, he signals to the big, strong dude with the barnacles, and my beloved, the Queen of Bells, she, she kind of gives a nod towards you guys. And me. No, not you. Uh. <laughs> Tarkin and the Queen will stay here. They will oh. take the watch care of this castle. I believe Tarkin can handle it. But I must go set about Manumi and delivering the gifts. And there are a lot of cakes to eat, candles to snuff out. Mm. I need help, protection. And as we travel around the world, if we come across any of the mischievous doings of that prankus, then I need your assistance in stopping him. We will do so. I am very strong. Am I allowed to kill people? She looks small, weak, and feeble, but she's stout-hearted. You say Flinkle like... What kind of bird is she? 
Yeah, Era Crocker. Crocker. And Era Cocra. Era Cocra. She's heard of that one. Never seen one of them. So, Era Cocra. They're only supposed to live like 30 years. So, I play like I'm 29 and a half, like I'm really old. She could die any moment. I could I could die. In fact, if she wasn't in this realm, she'd probably already be dead. That's not funny. About that time, a series of bells begin to chime down through the tower. Oh, the time has come, and you arrived just in time. Now, if you would, I've prepared an extra sled for you all. It will be pulled behind mine, of course. I'll drive. No, you will just ride. It, it will be fine. The doors open as the bells ring, and... Galloping up in front of the large open doors of the Candle King's castle are eight great steeds, elk size, with enormous racks of horns on their head, uh, but they seem to be made of cloud and snow. Mythical creatures. Behind them was pulled a golden sled with silver trimming, followed by a silver sled with golden trimming. Who is this? What kind of magic is this? Well, this is the magic of Candle Bells. How does it work? If you only believe. <laughs> to teach you that, my dear friend, you'd have to stay here for quite some time. But quite some time. Maybe later we can discuss it. I, I live here. For now, we must be going. I'm afraid what Prankus may have already been doing across the land. Out of character, I'll quick call. Is, is the Candle King fat? Is he a fatter guy? He is not really fat. He's not unfat. He's tall he's and he's lies. he's filled out. You know what I'm saying? He's filled out. Yeah. So he's not he's like he's not, he's not tiny. He's not buff. Look he's at like a He's not tiny. He's but not he's mighty. Got he's somewhere in between. Yeah, that's what they call him, Candle the Dad Bod King. So um, the Candle King steps out and hops up onto his sleigh, actually pretty nimbly. With a <laughs> would you all like to join me? Yes, we'd like to join you. Why not? You see, <laughs> you see, Flinkle just yes. taking her staff and mm. taking her time. Do we have to wait for the old one? I don't back talk. You I get... thought she was staying here. We can leave her here. <laughs> I'm driving. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I thought we were living here. Can I take a sample of your leaves and can I take a sample of your leaves and see what they? These are feathers, but I might have some leaves right here. Fall off? <laughs> Perhaps at a later date, I'm afraid we must be going. Oh, must be going. Let's go. Now, four of you will ride in the silver sleigh, and one of you can ride up here with me. I'm, me. I'm, I'm, me. I call it. I said it me. first. Well, I'm driving. I Is it possible to ride on one of the steeds? No. Did you raise your Whoever hand? Whoever sits by me gets extra meat birds. Oh, I'm sorry. Perhaps when we return, you could ride one of the steeds, but on the Way that I'm afraid it'll throw the balance off. It is quite difficult sliding between dimensions. Hey, I am very oh. small. So Flinko gets on the other one and, and is in the driver's seat. Who's riding with the candle king? Get in or I'm leaving you. Actually, Landon, uh, whatever his name is. Grendel said Grendel. it first. We did not. I said it first. Let All right, let's settle this like men. Arm wrestle. Uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> Flinkle puts up her arm ready to I, There's arm no contest. Let's go. It's a gnome versus a mountain Okay, roll a d20. Flinkle, you have hollow bones. Maybe I this isn't a good idea. I am very strong. I'm only 29 and a half. <laughs> Can I use my wand? Let's see what I rolled. I rolled a net to do 20. You're not arm wrestling. <laughs> no, what are you doing? <laughs> All of a sudden, you see a bicep. Just go, ahead roll it. It. go ahead and roll it. Go ahead and roll it. I rolled a net 20 right there on that. 
He rolled a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) My muscle shrinks down to a twig. Ah, you underestimate me, boy. (laughs) So what happens? (laughs) What happens here? How how does this work? How does a a decrepit old Aarakocra out arm wrestle a Goliath? Flinkle kind of like helps her arm up and pops it. Does she like transform her arm into a gorilla arm? No, her feathers are just sticking there. She pops it off. Just ready. Like Come on. Her, her feathers are just sitting there ready for uh, whatever his Frederick. name is. I don't remember your name. Frederick. I don't think it's important. Frederick leans in. Why, old lady, I do, I do believe Grab I Grab my hand, you. young sir, and let's finish this like men. But you're not a man. Come on, Frederick. Let's go. Come on. Okay. <clears throat> okay. On three. All right. Are you counting? Three. Three. Oh. She breaks his arm off. His wig flies off. (laughs) (laughs) My wig goes flying. She slams his arm down so hard on the the gold, like, cover of the thing that literally his wig flies off and then goes off. (laughs) And when it does, it flies off in the wind. It gets caught in a whirlwind. No. I run off and leap and catch it. It's gone. I am not. I am not. The wig is. My wig. Remind me never to cross you. Gone. I reach into my bag and pull out. Okay. (laughs) That makes more sense. You pull out a second wig? I knew this would this happen. This week is smaller. Ah, you underestimated me. Fair is fair. So I get to ride with Candle King. Fair is fair. Come along, come along. All come right, on. pick Wait, me up. Hold on. You were fighting for my side, oh. and then you randomly stepped in with the... Flinkle has no friends. I thought it was supposed to be me and the gnome. <laughs> and then the yeah, old got, woman's like, I got look, here. We really, look, we really must be going. Come along, please. We Let's go. Be going. You, you can, can go. have it, old woman. All right. You won't live for much longer. It's right. okay. <laughs> Come on, squeeze in beside me. I'm going to eat my some chicken legs. You just see Grendel sat in the back mummer- like murmuring to himself, all mad and upset. It's okay, bud. The elk, the snow elk, take off. And they go through the sky. Riding, just, just, just galloping, galloping quickly down this giant snowy hill. And down at the bottom of the hill, there's a ramp going up. You all hit the ramp and shoot into the air, but you don't go, like, up, up, and away. You go up, and immediately, a shimmering gateway appears in the middle of the sky in front of you. And you pass through it. You're all somewhere high above what appears to be the drylands, and with a swoop, the Candle King gives a... A swing of the reins with a ho ho, and the snowy, cloudy elk dive down toward the, the, the ground wall. <laughs> this is too high! I picture Grindel like holding off for dear life because he's so small. The Candle King is Hold laughing. <laughs> yeah. I grab onto Grendel's club. I sit and grab Grendel, and I have my hands over his eyes. Y'all can't all grab me at once, I'm like this big. He brings it in for a landing near a series of tents in a village, and uh, he says, Wait here, I'll check inside, make sure everything is all right. And he steps around, there is a curtain, and you guys won't hear anything for a moment. A couple of minutes later, he comes back, he has some cake residue in his beard, and he is licking the sweetness off of his fingers. You got a little something there. Delicious lemon cake waiting for me. Scrumptious. No present of uh, practice here. Oh, I'm afraid not. It was Can made I have specific- a bit of it from your beard? Frederick is not allowed to ride with me. 
Under any circumstances. All right, let's go. I'll, be, I'll get you when you least expect it. With a little hop, he jumps back into it, and pff, the sleigh takes off. And once again, you're rushing forward, and you go upward. And before you hit, like, you know, 100 feet, you pass through another portal. Oh, here we go again. This time you come out near the sea, and there's a warm wind blowing up over the ocean. And you're circling around, and there's a solitary home somewhere not far off of the coast of the beach there. Swooping down, you once again come to a swift and sudden landing. And, uh, <laughs> and same thing. Candle King hops out. He This time he goes inside the nice cottage. He comes back. Cherry this time. It's quite delicious. More of a Danish than a cake, but mm, tasty. Did you say me neither this time? No, I did not save you any. It was made specifically for the candle cake. I found some cottage heard of cheese inside the cottage. If you want some cake, I'm sure we can find you some back at the castle once we're done. No, 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 no. You look no, over no. at the sleigh, his mm -hmm. sleigh, and Flinkle's like making her way out of the sleigh <laughs> mm -hmm. while he's already coming back. I'm coming. No, 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 no. Everything is fine, Flinkle. Let's go. I'm not. With a yeah. The snowy cloud up, take off again, going through the sky. You pass through another portal. This time, you come out somewhere. You're not really sure where it is. There's a lot of grassy plains. You pull up on the house, and um, this is kind of like a farmhouse. You're surrounded by planes. There's some cows off to one side and different things. And the Candle King pulls it up there back behind one of the barns. I'll move with the cows. And as he does, uh, he says, well, wait here. Once again, I'll be right back. Uh, but as he's getting out of the sleigh, you guys hear a sound. Sounds like something breaking. What was that? Hmm. Did it you hear seem, that? It does seem strange. Perhaps you all ought to come with me, but be very quiet. It could be nothing, so just wait for my sign and signal, all right? Plinkle pulls out her staff, twirls it around really good. I'm ready. That old lady got moves. Show off. You all creep toward the house, slowly, quietly. The front door, generally on candlebells, is cracked open no more than just a few inches, uh, with a little stopper and the candle sitting just far enough inside that you can see it burning. But this door seems to be open a little too much. And there is flickering light coming from inside, but no candle at the foot. And there is the sound of something moving around what sounds like some sort of a struggle. I don't know what that was, but it did not sound like that. The Candle King draws from his pocket a candy cane. And he holds it out, and it turns into a giant red and white striped hammer. I think someone might be in need of our assistance. I and he, agree. He steps up and pushes open the door. Inside, there is a strange sight. I pull out my wand. It I is, pull out my daggers. It's dark. I pull out my great axe. It's dark. My but short bow. <laughs> it's I pull out Finn. <laughs> pull out my long bow. <laughs> she summons a flock of birds. I pull out my shades. It's dark. But in the middle of the room, and, and this is not a very large, uh, like, area, living room, but there is a, there's a fireplace on the other side. It's burning low, and that's the only light you can see. But in the light of that, across the room, there is a large, hulking figure. Hunched back, leaned over, and there is a struggling sound, like someone trying to fight free. Like a, it's not like a small child. And there is a gigantic... What looks like a, I'll say giant. There's a large, strange, like burlap sack, and the figure is shoving something down into it. 
at the sound of the door opening, this large hulking figure turns and looks towards you. And it is a frightening sight. I mean, at least eight feet tall, covered in thick black fur with dark red eyes and large swirling ram's horns coming out from his forehead is what you can only assume to be Prankus. 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 And there is something inside of this big black sack that is struggling and trying to get out. And with a ominous laugh, <laughs> he stomps his feet, which are less like feet and more like cloven hooves. And the Candle King like steps forward with a, no! And then he is gone in like a puff of smoke. What are we gonna do? He has taken a child. He took a child, did you see it? That oh was awful. We must fight it, we have to go, we have to, um, these, these, this, this home, we, he, he steps up, he takes that hammer in his hand, and it changes now into like a large cane, like a large candy cane staff. And he like knocks it two times on the floor. And when he does, you see this like shimmering glow go out from the place where it hit the floor. And it's like it freezes the house in like a silvery hue. The mother and the father will not awake until we have returned. Um, we must find the boy and return him before they discover what has happened. Come, quickly. How do we know where to go? Just follow me. And he takes off okay. uh, at a brisk run. Hold on. I may be muscular, but I'm slow. Quickly, Frederick. I'm struggling to catch up. I'm running. You wouldn't be so slow if you weren't having to hold on that wig. Hey, now. Flinkle runs past uh, Grendel. I run past him and pick him up. Aw, oh, dang it. She did it again. We jump into the uh, the sleds and with a we take off again upward into another portal, a break in the space, and you come bursting through, and immediately you are in a flurry of snows, like a blizzard almost, and you can see beneath you, just through the haze of the snow, the tops of trees and a small home, like down deep inside of them. And the Candle King swirls around and comes down, and he brings the sleds into a a sort of rough stop. Uh, and you can hear the snow and cloud-made elk kind of snorting and and and, and, and uh, kicking their their hooves. And he hops down. Uh, I don't know that he's here, but we have we let, let's go. We'll find him. We'll find him. We'll find some of his minions. We will, we will save this child. We will. Come, 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 come along. And he gets down, and he immediately goes ahead and gets his candy cane, turns it back into a hammer, and starts walking toward the door. I'm going to wreck it. Come to the door, quietly again. And this is a small, like, rough-hewn log cabin in the middle of the woods. Jacket. There is some smoke coming out of the chimney, but the door is cracked open. It is not swung all the way open like, like the last one was. There is the candle burning. He slowly creaks it open, and there is a candle there, and there is a cake, just like you'd expect. Mm-mm. Will I get this cake? Hey, help, help yourself. And he, he walks forward toward the, the... And there is, on the other side, by the mantle, there is a small little stack of gifts. Just as come early. Candle bells. Ah. You eat the cake? <laughs> I devoured the cake instantly. Don't eat that. You don't know where that came from. I don't care. It looks delicious. Mm. Shh, hush, hush, listen. Wait. What? 
I didn't leave these gifts here. I have gifts to give now. He walks up and he, he leans down and he picks up one of the gifts. Must have been Prankus. I mean, it's the size of, you know, it's probably like a, like a two foot box. For me? That one's mine. We'll call no it a three foot box. It's like a three foot box. Pretty good fit size. In the box, it's a trap. He picks it up and it is, it's black. It's like tall, like solid black wrapping. Never mind. I don't want that demon possessed rabbit. There is paper. something strange about this gift. He's been here. Prankus. And as he is holding it, the other gifts start like moving around a little bit, like shaking and moving. They're like there's something inside of them trying to get out. I've I've dealt with uh I've dealt with this kind of thing before. I immediately take out both my hand axes. This is definitely the work of Prankus. And he throws back the lid, and when he does. The gift sprouts big, sharp teeth and a big old nasty long pink tongue, and it latches onto the shoulder of the candle. I knew this is what it was. Let's roll initiative. Oh, Lord. 15. 14. 18. 5. 10. Okay, so unfortunately, the boxes all rolled better than you. There are three of them. One of them is latched onto the candle king, and two of them are throwing themselves forward towards you guys. Uh, let's see. Who would have been closest to the candle king? I, I have no idea. Flinkle. Let's say that uh, Flinkle's pretty close. So the first I'm... one will go for old Flinkle. Ah, I was oh, lagging no. behind. I was holding him. So It's going to fling itself towards you and try and bite you, Flinkle. Okay. Ooh, that is a 22. Does it hit your AC? Yes. Well, that's a hit. I was and you're going to take... 10 bite damage, which is piercing damage, along with two additional acid damage, so 12 total damage. Ouch. Uh, and when it bites you, Winkle, it also, it's like tongue and whole mouth, like, adheres to your, like, your wings, like where it's bit you. And uh, you are now grappled by it. Ah! You, you have to use an ability check to escape it, uh, and... You have disadvantage on ability uh, checks to escape it because it's literally stuck to you like an adhesive, like a nasty, sticky, thick substance. Uh, The one on the Candle King uh, is going to bite down on him or try to. Wow, it it fails. Uh, The Uh, Candle King is able to, with magic, like push it off and the thing goes flying off on the ground. Unfortunately, it starts moving toward you, Flint. Now, it doesn't come to you because it's not, it, it can't attack you this turn, but it's moving in your direction. The third one is an even bigger box. It's like one of those tall, thin boxes. and But instead of opening at the top, it opens from the middle. And so it's like a six-foot-tall box that is opening like a Venus flytrap. Uh. And it is chomping and moving toward you. And it's moving toward you, Finn. And I'm holding him, so... You're holding him? Yes, yeah, I'm she's holding. carrying me a Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> going to throw him at him. All right. Have some of this. What is your armor class, Finn? My 16. Okay, that's definitely a miss. So, uh, the first bite comes at you and misses. It is going to try a second time to bite you. It's even worse. So, two times it misses. I'm not rolling well over here, guys. Uh, but it's chomping all around you, but you're able to sort of sidestep it and keep from getting hit. Grendel. It is your turn to take the first action. But before you go, Frederick. Yeah. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Is that a d20? It is. Wow, that's really good. Plus six. Yeah, I'm smart. Um, no, that is not what constitution is. <laughs> oh. Uh, the cake that you ate was totally poisoned. 
I knew it. Oh my god. Uh, I just start throwing it up. No, it, 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 you, you kind of feel a little bit of indigestion, and then you just burp, and you're good. Because you, you take it like a champ. You're thinking, this iron gut, it can handle anything. Uh, Grindel, it is your turn. There are three boxes. There's the big tall one fighting, trying to attack Finn. There's one going toward Flint, and there's the one... Uh, who else got... Oh, it's uh, Eric Okra. Yep. Ah! got bit. I'm going to use Chromatic Orb, and I'm going to hit the one on Finn. Okay, uh, what level? So I'll just do a first level. Okay. Roll me a d20 plus 7. 8. So plus 7 is a 15. That's a hit. So what kind of damage? I will choose lightning. Lightning damage. Sounds good. So 3d8s. Three, eight, and seven. So 18 damage? Yep. All right. So you hit the first one for 18 lightning damage. Boom, Shakalaka. You hit him hard with that. And now it is Flint. It's your turn. Oh, yeah. I'm going to use my short bow. Okay. So as a rogue, your sort of thing is hiding and attacking. Or if you can't hide and attack, like in a situation like this, you may not be able to hide. If you attack a monster that is next to one of your allies, you get what's called sneak attack, which is extra damage, okay? So the best thing to do is not attack the one coming towards you, but to try and get away from that one and attack either the one that is attacking her or the one that is attacking her. Which one's more dangerous? Neither of them have been damaged. Hers is the bigger one. Okay, we'll go for fans. Okay. So you want to shoot it with your short bow or do you want to go up and try and stabby stab it? What would be more better? More probably, better. Probably short bow. We're going to use a short bow. Okay. So roll a d20. That's a nine. Actually a nine. Plus seven is 16. Okay. That's a hit. So you go ahead and roll me four d6s. That's what you need. Here. 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 Take these. Take the eight plus two is 10. 15 damage plus four. So 19 damage total. Well done, sir. Boom shakalaka. Hit him hard. All right, you fire an arrow into that box. And by the way, when you hit him, like the black paper, like this black dust is falling off of it. And you, you realize it's just like white paper with all this nasty like soot stuff all over it. Uh, but it like sticks in through the meat on the inside because it's like meat inside that box with like a big nasty tongue hanging out of it and these big sharp teeth. Finn, it is your turn. There is the one right in front of you that has been hit by both Grindel and Flint. Okay, so... If you want to try and hit that one, you can. Transform into an animal and fight it. Turn into a liger. A white wolf. A wolf? Okay. Yeah, we can do that. All right, you turn into a wolf. You want to try, you're going to try like run up and bite it. What's your plan? Yeah, bite it. We need to assemble into a team. So you use your bonus action. You transform into a large, what call it, like a white wolf? White. White fur. You rush forward and try to bite him. Okay, so roll me a d20. Ooh, plus five, so 23. So that is a hit. Uh, 2d6s. Three plus three, so six piercing damage. And it has to make a save or be knocked down. It succeeds, so it doesn't get knocked down. Um, that is the end of your turn, right? You good? Okay. All right, so that means it is now... Blinkle's turn. Okay, so you said I needed to roll to get away from it, or I can't remember. I was, uh... You can do a... It's got you grappled. grappled. Uh, you can still attack it and stuff while you're grappled. Okay, so I'm gonna use Primal Savagery. Okay, sweet. And I'm gonna try to grow teeth and then just bite it back. Okay. It's 
gonna be crazy looking teeth on this bird. Alright, make a make, it, make a melee spell attack. That's twelve plus seven. I think it's gonna do it. Two D tens. So four plus nothing. Well, so we four. should start a comedy podcast. You bite down into it and acid comes like out of your weird looking teeth and melt down into it, but it does not seem to phase it. Amazing. I'm sorry. It's okay. Flinkle was mad because it oh bit her. Oh gosh, she's so rich. But why though? So, oh, Shillelagh. It's like shocking and electrical. Yeah. Can I do that as a, uh, it says bonus action. So will that help me next turn? If I do it now or should I just wait? Can, you can do it. You can do that if it's a bonus action. I will cast Shillelagh. Okay. So you got that. On my spot. Yeah. Frederick. Oh lord! There's a box. This isn't going to be good. On the middle, on the ground, in the middle of the floor, coming towards you. What do you do? Uh, how far away is it from me? Like ten feet away. Ten feet. So I don't have time to like scurry away from it or nothing. They go and like try and help somebody else, or do I have to fight this thing? No, you can attack one of the other ones. We can hide or just leave. Yeah, I was gonna actually say you. I want to help Felicia's character. Start What's her name? Okay. Plinkle. Plinkle. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna take out a hand axe. I'm gonna hand it to her, and then we're both just gonna go ham on this thing. <laughs> I don't like axes. I like axes. I can Yeah, well, you know you what? Gonna, do you like so an axe gonna, better than being bitten? Are you gonna try and attack the one that's attacking her? Then is that what you're gonna do? I am. Okay. Go up My and do rolls it. have been booty holes, so just hope that this is better, Felicia. I don't want to hit your character. All right. Uh, are you using hand axes? I'm using one of my hand axes. Are they double-headed? You have a you have a big old great axe. I just like. I kind of wanted. I was gonna use a hand axe because I wanted it to be more precise, but I guess it don't really matter. You're a you're a barbarian. You, oh, so I'm very I'm skilled. That. Do you enter into a rage? Can I do that? Yeah. Yes. Bonus action. Enter Most into a rage. definitely. I turn into Mogret. You see these weird blue shrines up here? No, it's not like that. <laughs> Secretly, get, my grandmother. You just get you just get real mad and run forward. So, uh, are you using the great axe? Elam. Using the great axe? Yes. Okay, go go for it. Okay, let me Attack roll. Attack Let me roll. Uh, I you, got a four. Well, hold on a second. Do you want to attack recklessly? Ooh, if you do, you can roll it again. I mean, sure. I'll try that. Right. Okay, that's a hit. 10 plus 7 Booyah. is a 17. That is a hit. So go ahead and roll me <laughs> the damage. <laughs> 2 plus 6 is 8. All right. 8 damage. You aren't rolling great on your on your damages. You are awful, man. I've been rolling, like, I've been rolling dookie trash this entire game. Go ahead and do a second attack. You have two attacks. Ah, okay. 20. Roll it again. This one's not reckless, so roll it once. That is a 2. <laughs> so the second one. I told one, you I'm like Dookie this entire game. The second one is a miss. So that is the end of your turn. And now I'm so sorry, Flinkle. The Candle King <laughs> takes his Candle King hammer wow. and slams it down onto the ground. This is what I call Candy Crush. Candy Crush. When he does, all three of the boxes have to make a save. Sweet. And they fail. Ah! Oh, we're gonna die in this battle. It's the first one we ever. No, did. no, no, no. This is good. Oh, this is good. Yeah, this that's is good. good. You won't. Bro. Yeah, he's attacking them. They we're try gonna to die. Yeah. No, this is good. Oh, this so, is good. Twenty-three cold damage. It's like icy damage goes out from the one that is attacking Finn, the big tall one. It freezes and falls over and shatters. The one that is attacking um, Flankel over there. Ah! 
doesn't it, it, it like frosts over, but it doesn't fall over and die. And now it is your turn, Mimic. The one that is attacking Flinkle. We'll try and bite you, girl. 13. Is it head armor class? Nope. Ah! What about a an 18? Oh, yeah. Okay, so the 18 hits you. You take 8 piercing damage. Guess I'm gonna die. And you take 6 acid damage. So that's a pretty bad bite. The one in the middle of the floor comes shambling toward you, Frederick. I hate you, Paul. Does <laughs> a 22 hit your armor class? Yes, it does. Ah, I don't know. So now you're gonna take some damage. Are you ready? Not even a little bit ready. So four piercing damage and six acid damage. You take, <laughs> you take ten total damage. Six is deep, bro. Now it is Grendel's turn. Grendel, there's Grindle one in the middle help. of the floor that just went over and attacked Frederick. Oh, by the way, Frederick, it's now stuck to your arm. There's the one over there fighting still with Flinkle. So I'm still kind of salty Help about me. the um, Help me. seating arrangement. Help so I'm me. like, ugh, fi- fine, I'll help her. No. And I'm going to do firebolt. Help firebolt. Me. I'm about firebolt. to be a naked chicken. <laughs> <laughs> about to have no feathers. Well, as long as I have better aim than I did the last time. Go ahead. If you hit her in the head. Okay, roll it. All right, roll it. Roll the roll your attack. Eleven plus seven. Yeah. Eighteen's yeah. a hit. Eighteen. Yay! So now that is 2d10. 12. Is this the one attacking Flinkle? Yeah. Alright, you melt it. It melts off of her arms. How does a zero count as a 10? Ah, Grindle! My man, my man, Yeah, whatever. It was nothing. Wow, my man. My man. Flint, it's your turn. Oh yeah, I gotta do something? Can't yeah. Believe it. There's one attacking... Your boy Frederick over here with his golden locks. You Help wanna... me. No, my brown locks now because you made me get rid of my blonde ones. Oh, you use brown locks. You shoot him with a short bow? Well, that ain't good. What's the total number at the bottom? Two. Nine. It's a nine. So that is a miss, unfortunately. Huh? Wait. That's me. If you hit me, so help me. No, it's not a natural one or anything. Like, you don't actually hit him or anything. You swing around, smack me in the face. But you do not hit the thing. Uh, so you just you just miss it, okay? I thought we were so, friends. Unfortunately, you shoot the arrow, but it like moves, and you don't manage to connect with it. So that's the end of your turn. Finn, you're still a wolf. Yes. So you want to go attack the one that's attacking your bro, your boy, Frederick over here? Is there anyone else? He's the last one standing. Okay. Please help me. You go attack it. <laughs> yes, I will. Right, D twenty oh. plus five. Kill the animals. We can do Five. That's Plus a ten. Five. That is a miss. Good. No, you're, you you get advantage because of pack tactics. So go ahead and do it again. Roll again. All right, fifteen. That is a hit. So roll me two d sixes plus three. Ten damage. Nice. Now it is Flinkle's turn. Flinkle is a bat hanging off or bat a wolf hanging off that last box. What do you do? Flinkle's gonna walk over. Mm-hmm. With her staff. Mm-hmm. She's going to hit it. Okay. Boom. Roll it. That's 14. Thank you. That's a hit. So it's eight damage. That is just enough to destroy it. So you crash the box and it just falls into little broken pieces and you defeated the mimic gifts. 
My goodness. Prakis is not here. We, we have to go. But, well, at least we stopped these gifts from hurting the children. Help me get all this put away. Uh, I'll, I'll go grab some gifts for these children. Okay. I'm going to turn back into I, I will do to an elf. I need to do. Okay. I need to go check a leak back in the back in the back in the fire. The so you guys clean up all of the debris from the broken boxes and all that good stuff. And uh, the Candle King comes in and places a couple of nice gifts under the tree. You all get back out. All right. I'm going to try and channel my magics to find him. Now, there may be more gifts out there. And some of these houses we need to visit that must be destroyed. But we have to find Prankus now or he will. Who knows what he might do to that poor child. He takes his Candle King hammer uh, and he holds it up and it begins to sort of like glow this this bright white light out of it. And uh, it shines up through the sky as you guys are riding forward on your elk and it illuminates a spot in the sky where another portal opens up and you all galloping your snow and cloud elk galloping upwards into the sky. You crest through it rather than seeing yourselves back in Manumi uh, over some house in the Glimmerdale Forest or near Fallen Grove or anything like that, you immediately sense that you are in a strange place. Not completely dissimilar to where you were when you came to the Candle King's Castle. The sky is dark, which it's been dark the whole time. It's been nighttime, but it's been there have been, you know, stars in the sky and, and, and things like that. Whereas right now, it is complete and total darkness. There is no light above you. No light, really. From what you can tell right now, there's very little light, except for the light coming from the Candle King's cane, which is still glowing white and shining forward. But beneath you, as your eyes adjust, you can see what looks like a great dead forest. Just trees after trees, leafless. There are absolutely no like greenery or, or grass or plant life of any kind across the ground. I mean, it is just a barren wasteland down there with just these dead, broken up, lifeless trees. But the terrain seems to lean fo lead forward and upward on top of this mound. And at the top of the mound, you can see what looks like a house i mean you guess it's a house it's like a gigantic hut it looks like a shack only too big too big for a normal person and the candle king flies forward and he says ah oh, yes i know where we are now i've been here before many years ago with my father this is the home of prince I did not think that we could come here again blow it up but here we are he must be expecting us, so this is our chance to stop him. Kill him. I what mean, if it's a trap? We let's, must let's just murder him. We must take care of business. It most certainly is a trap, Finn. There's no doubt about that. We must save the child. Here's what I want to do. We will land. When the time comes to attack, and it will come, I will try to save the child while the four of you fend him. What does he do with you these children? It. You sound like a coward. I'm afraid to say what he might do with those children. He's not a coward. He's the Candle King. He is a being of pure darkness, Prankus. He is a wicked creature. 
He killed the troll hunters. Where we travel around, and where I travel from house to house and try to spread the cheer of candle bells and leave gifts, he instead leaves wicked devices in the hands of those most mischievous across the world. And he places filth and coal into the, the homes of those good and dear children, much like those rancid, mimicking gifts we saw at the Liger Guts. He is a proponent of all things wicked, and he is against all things that are good. Boogers and puke. Yes, sort of nasty things. <laughs> <laughs> this new guy is disgusting. Why don't I pick him up? He's a weird. It's a little bit concerning, but <laughs> I'm not sure why I brought him. Regardless, the time has come. We will face this practice and we will stop him. Yes! yes! You can Whatever. do it. The elk. You can do it. The snow elk. The snow elk dive down toward the barren forest. And with dust flying upward in the very, very dark it's Tim Allen. terrain, you stop. You step out of the sleigh, and it is very quiet. Too quiet. The only quiet. thing that you can hear is the sound of, first you're not sure, but I think it's boiling water. Oh, no. I, I, He's making I, kid dumplings. I'm a really good cook in that. That sounds like boiling water. Quickly, let's go. Should we split up? No, no, no. I will use my short bow. Never a horror movie. Never. They always split die up. in the end. Stepping forward, you look inside the hut. There doesn't seem to be anything inside the hut. It's one big room. It's gross. It's off of the hut. <laughs> the, the sound seems to be coming from back behind it. So you quickly, you circle around the hut, you go around back, and there is this large pit. Uh, but there's not like a fire. There's not a big. There's not a big. There's not a big bright fire burning. Instead, there there's some sort of like a dark but semi molten rock that's just like stuck in the ground with a pot over top of it, a large pot, big enough for, say... Children. children. A child. Oh, people. <gasps> this is terrible. He's secretly the evil witch that has a candy house. And the large and canvas bag that he carries is laying off to the side and hunched over the boiling pot, stirring it, is the great hulking figure of Prankus. Oh, I can't watch it. I'll go. I'll go talk to him. You begin walking forward, Flinkle, and you hear a voice coming forth. Welcome, children. I'm 27. <laughs> he is right. I am 29 and a half. Right. You've come to partake in the feast of Brankus, have you not? We will stop you, Brankus. You're not supposed to tell him our plan. You will not. Do not worry, children. You will not stop me. You do not understand who it is that you are messing with, children. Aren't you related to Krampus? I have been here since time unknown. I have haunted the homes of children in your realm and other realms. I am a darkness like you have never seen. If you're so old, then how come I haven't never heard of you? Won't you be in like the history books and our museums? Don't worry, Finn. I've heard of you. 
And after this night, you will never forget the name of Prankus. <laughs> he, he begins to laugh, and uh, as he does, he looks like he's growing larger. She's already really large. It's like 10 feet tall. And then, like, something, like, comes off of his back. Like, this big, dark shadow just, like, separates off of his back. Man, I can't see. And then see. it disappears. <laughs> and he laughs. Come, children. You shall be a nice addition to my shoe. We're going to stick with the same initiatives we had before. And the first one who will have an opportunity to go will be Grindel. Grindel. What is Shooting it? With spell. What is it? Yeah, what is this thing? You have no idea. Frankus. A big flipping it's monster. Oh, so it's just okay. Well, there cramped? does see, there was a black shadowy thing that came out of his back and then disappeared. But you don't see it. Yes. You don't know what's up with that. So, um I'm gonna do Melf's acid arrow. Shimmering green arrow streaks toward a target within range and bursts a spray of acid. Make a range spell attack against the target. Uh, so go ahead and do that. Roll d20. Is it what level? Second or third? Third. Okay. 17. 24? Yeah, that's a hit. Yeah, hit him. 15. 15 total damage, and that is acid damage. And this thing does continual damage, is that right? We're almost done here. Uh, okay. Immediately, it says it immediately takes 44 acid damage and 2d4 acid damage at the end of its next turn. That's at level three. It takes three d four. So at the end of its next turn, it takes another three d four damage. Cool. So don't forget that when it's his turn, remind me to give him more damage. Okay. So I get out my wand, and my wand turns into like this magical bow-looking thing, mm-hmm. and then I shoot the arrow at him, mm-hmm. and acid everywhere. Mm. So acid slings all over him. And it's sizzling. He does not react in any way. Flint. It is your turn. Okay. I'm going to use... I actually use a dagger. Let me ask you a question. Are you going to run up to him and stab him, or are you going to try and shoot him from Oh, I should probably shoot him from far. That's up to you. Short bow. Okay. You're going to short bow? I'm going to get him close. Roll d20. Three. Plus seven. That's a ten. That's a miss, unfortunately. You have advantage, so roll again. Okay. I got a, I got a 19. So 19 plus seven. That's a 26. That is a hit. So... Uh, and also, at, so that's an assassinate feature. You get an advantage anytime if someone has attacked yet. And any hit you score against them, surprise crit. Okay, so go ahead and roll it. I need you to roll 46s. Those silver ones, the metal ones. Roll all four of those. So 20 total damage. That is a good hit, my dude. Uh, well done. As the arrow sinks into his shoulder, Flint, he turns and looks towards you. He has set his sights on you. He comes shambling towards you slowly. On the way over, he grabs his big brown bag and he begins to drag it towards you he's gonna try and grab you i need you to make me an acrobatics check so you got an 18 yeah actually no wait 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 what i say acrobatics yeah that's incorrect strength saving his strength save is a negative one that is not a oh you did he grabs you and you try to break free, but before you can, he shoves you into the big burlap bag. Ah! Oh my gosh. Get good. You can't see anything? You can't hear anything? I just eat my meatballs. Something seems to be burning your skin. And you're yelling out for help. No one can hear you. Ew! Frederick, you. Am I dead? 
are standing there. You got your axe in your hands. You see your boy Flint get shoved into into Prankus's bag. Yeah. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. I'm not very wise, but okay. Did you roll three? Yeah. Plus one. So that's a yeah, four. I'm dead. I'm dead. No, you're not dead. You hear a whispering sound I'm dead. in your mind, Frederick. And you take seven psychic damage. And you hear a whisper in your ear. And now you have to spend your action trying to go and attack her. What? Finn, you don't take your action. You just use your reaction. So actually, yes, you have to go try and attack her right now with your axe. Throw your big ham leg at her. It's okay. My, my rolls have been just dookie. Five plus seven is a 12. Does that hit your armor class? 16. Okay, so no, it does not. So you go toward Finn and swing your axe at her, and you miss. Finn, you see, you can see even in the darkness, his eyes are like solid black. Can there be smoke coming from my eyes? It's your turn, Finn. What you do? Ice knife. Ice knife? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna stab him. You're gonna freeze. <laughs> so ice knife is a. It's not really a knife in your hand. It's like a spell you cast it and it like shoots out of your hand. I am him. your friend. How dare now, you? When, after he swings at you with his black eyes, they clear up. And it's like he's come back to himself. Okay. People, we need to take wise. So actions. it's like he was possessed for a moment, a but now it's over. Okay, so he's <laughs> next to you. He didn't hit you. He missed you. Something took over him for a second, but he looks normal again now. So what do you want to do? You want to try and hit the the like hit Prankus's like gift bag that he's in? I want to hit his hand that he's holding. Okay, we're well, gonna hit Prankus. It's kind of like on his back. So, but you he's inside that bag. Okay. So if you want to throw the ice knife at it, maybe you can cut it and he can get out. All right. Go for that. Yes. Okay. So go ahead and make a roll. Six plus seven is thirteen. Fortunately, that is a miss. So your ice knife sticks in it, but then it, like it hits it, but it just kind of bounces off of it. Like it just didn't hit just right and didn't go in. Because that was a thirteen, right? Yes. So close. I'm sorry. I'm gonna walk toward him. Okay, move toward him. Get a little closer. Okay. Uh, Flinkle. Okay, so I'm gonna try to do a third level thunder wave. Okay. At the big boy? Yeah. What kind of save is it? Constitution 15. Okay, he got a 15. So he takes half damage? Actually, hold on. Nope, that's a 14. Yay! So that's that's not a save. 15 thunder damage. And it sends him, pushes back 10 feet, right? So it push back ten feet. It scooches him backward, and um, I'm gonna say it actually kind of ruffles that 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 big bag hanging off of his back too. <laughs> Daddy's coming home. Frederick, <laughs> it is your turn. Can I like run up and slide underneath it? I'm just trying to hold my axe up, slice the bottom. Okay, you're gonna try and cut cut the cut him out of the bag. Yeah, is that like agility since I'm running or something? No, it's not. Attack? You don't want it that. You're not good at that. Go ahead, rage. I'm not rage. You gonna rage? Show sure enough. You rage. Can I do reckless? Yes, go for it. I'm gonna do both. Okay. Oh, 17. Okay. Yeah. Plus your mod, which is like a plus seven. So, yeah, that'll hit. Don't I go again, too, since I have... Since I get well, two first two. you need to roll your damage. 1d12 plus six. Two. Two. Oh. Don't you have great weapon fighting? 
Hey, we can do it by dog here. She's Hang on just a second. If he's got, Force. if he has great weapon fighting, he can re-roll that. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes. Come on. <laughs> That's a twelve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> twelve plus six. That is eighteen damage. I live to see another day. The bottom of the big burlap bag just rips, and Look, Flint, you come just warping out of it onto the ground. Yeah, and you've got burns all up and down your skin. 12 acid damage. It's like it was a stomach. Am I dead? No, you're not. You're just burned up. You were in there, you were in there like 10 seconds. You just got some burns on your arms. So you got like, what did I say, 12 damage? You take 12 damage. And at the moment you come out of it, the bag just reforms. Do I get do I get two attacks? And you do. Prankus is turning and looking down your direction now with him. I want to pull out a hand axe and throw it at him. No, don't do that. Just swing the axe again. You're right next to him. Just swing the big axe again. Oh. Let me put it to you like this. The hand axe does half the damage. Oh. What is that? Eight plus seven is a 15 against Prankus. That is not going to do it. Come on, you stand, man. Yeah, it does so. not hit. That's the end of your turn, Frederick. Grendel, it is your turn. Grendel, I think you forgot to tell me to give him extra damage on his turn. Was it 3d4s? I think so. Eight, so he took eight extra acid damage. All right, go ahead. It's your turn, Grendel. I'm going to do third level lightning bolt. Okay, that's a good one. Dexterity saving throw. He's actually got a pretty good dex save, but that's still a failure. That's only a 13. 31 lightning damage. I just used my wand, Mm -hmm. but it takes a lot of power, so it takes me a second. Mm -hmm. And I just cast a spell. Blast. Blasted. He felt that. He turns and looks at you, and you see his eyes burn bright with anger. Flint, you're on the ground behind Prankus. What do you do? I'm trying to use your rapier to stab him. That is a dirty 20, which hits. Frederick is right next to him, so you've got sneak attack, okay? So roll me 3d6s and 1d8. 17 damage. You guys are wearing him down, I'll tell you. How much you got left, man? Oh, he's okay. Bro, I want him to die. He is chuckling now. (laughs) I do not think you children understand the plight that you are in, in my home. You've been a naughty, <laughs> naughty boy. Even though what? I got caught in a sack, I'll still beat you after death. This is the place where you shall remain. I will devour each of you, and you will sustain me. I wanna go home for Candlebell. And I need Erbody to make me a wisdom saving throw. That would be a... What am I supposed 17. to do? Roll a d20 and add your wisdom save to it. I got a five. plus four and it's... Okay, why are you... Uh, so 21. Who got over a 16? Me. What about Flinkle? I got a 15. Uh, so, uh, Finn, you and Grendel stand your ground. The other three are suddenly overwhelmed with utter fear. I pooped. <laughs> and you are compelled to spend your action, or your turn rather, moving away from him. You are frightened. You cannot move toward him. 
Well, here's the thing. You cannot move toward him, and if you try to attack him, uh, you have disadvantage. Like, you're terrified of him right now. And he is laughing with this crazy, creepy laugh. <laughs> and at that moment, there is a bright light that shines from behind you. And even those of you who are afraid, you turn and you see it, and there is the sleigh where you were before. And the Candle King is standing there beside it, and he is holding aloft his great candy cane staff and a bright radiant light bursts out from it in waves you can see behind him in the sleigh the form of a child like up on its knees looking over he's he's been gone this whole time you guys haven't seen him he's obviously got the kid and as he's holding out that cane and this bright light is going out in waves it, it, it seems to be hitting prankus and it like seems to be hurting him. And he's like Rah! and you hear the candle king say please come to our aid in this place of darkness. And a portal opens up above all of you. A bright light shines out through it, like a golden light. You hear the sound of a rushing wind. The portal widens and streaming down through it comes a bright golden scaled dragon. Radiant gold. And the golden light is glowing off of him. And it's not like any dragon like you would imagine. Instead of being like, you know, just big and beefy and four like he is long and slender, kind of like a Chinese dragon. He is coming down, and as he is, he is swirling down towards you all. You hear Prankus. Get away from here. Oh, yes. And the dragon comes down, and it doesn't breathe fire or anything like that. It just begins to swirl around him, and as it does, like... You guys are all just like pushed back away from him, like kind of like tumbling over yourselves. And he just quickly and quickly swirls around him and around him and around him. And Prankus is pushed down to the earth and he like can't get up. And he's there is this shadow that appears between him. And you see it like it looks like this great big wraith. And it just like shreds in the light between the golden light of this dragon. And as the dragon swirls quicker and quicker and quicker, suddenly he stops. And Prankus like falls, and when he does, he just brings down his great like tail and just smashes it onto him. And then he curls up, like coils up, almost like a serpent, and just sits on him and looks at you all. The Candle King walks forward and he helps you all up. And then he steps closer to the dragon, and the dragon like lowers his head and looks down at him. I mean, he's a gigantic dragon. And the Candle King walks up and he reaches up and puts a hand like on the side of the jaw of the dragon. He says, Hello, Father. What? Oh, my God. No. No. Oh, no. my God. No, boy, He on no. X Games mode. No. X Games. I'm flipping He out. needs some milk. <laughs> That's awesome. The great booming voice comes out from the dragon. My son. I heard your summons and I came as quickly as I could. What? And uh, he kind of like reaches up and hugs the dragon and the dragon kind of turns his head toward him like affectionately. The Candle King says, I'm sorry to summon you here at a time like this. I know that you're very far away. and I, know I, I promised I would only use that particular spell in the most dire of circumstances. And you hear like a, sort of like a, <sighs> It is all right, my son. After all, I need to come 
and speak to you. There is much to be told. But, introduce me to your friends! Is it not Candlebells this night? He says, looking out at all five of you. It is. Goodness me! In the words of the Kool-Aid man himself. Oh yeah! <laughs> He's, uh, the dragon says, Klaus, won't you take that cane of yours and form a prison around your grumpy uncle? And uh, he goes around and you guys kind of see as as his dad, the dragon, kind of pulls back and he's holding Prankus down. He's he just he has this look of like pure defeat. And the Candle King taking his his cane, he literally like forms this like golden candy cane prison around him for a minute, like his cage just holding down to the ground. Dragon pulls his, the rest of his coiled body up off of him, and as he does, he he like swirls again and he he swirls downward, 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 and transforms right there into a man sorts. He has bright golden hair, a wide, shining smile, and he steps forward towards you all, and he says, It is nice to meet each of you. My name is Cool Tarn. <laughs> and I must thank you for helping my son, Klaus. And he puts his arm around Klaus's neck. It's funny because he looks younger than Klaus. If you would like, why don't we go back to the castle? and enjoy some Candlebell's festivities. And uh, Klaus looks up at him. Uh, yes, father. <laughs> that sounds wonderful, but first I'm afraid we have lots of toys to deliver and a child also. Flinkles made her way over. She's got her arm around the cool tarn. <laughs> yeah. Who is this sweet little thing? <laughs> Flinkle. Why don't we split up? <laughs> I'll take I want to ride with cool tarn. <laughs> I'll take this one with me, he says, and he reaches over and pats the bird on the top of the head. <laughs> and uh, you, little little one, he points over at Grindel. Why don't you come with me as well? Are you kidding me, Paul? Yeah. We so are the last ones peaked. I hate you. <laughs> sure. I hate you so Unless much. Unless you don't right want now, to. Paul. Does Grindel not want to ride a dragon? I hate you so no, much, Paul. Hey, can I ride a dragon? I do. <laughs> If I die today, it'll be a good day. Oh, you know what? I'll just take all of them with me. How's that? Oh, yeah. Well, now it's not special. It's not every day you get to... Oh, no, it's not special. It's just... you're, you know you're what? Five of all the people in existence who've ever ridden on the back of a golden dragon. It's still pretty special. Nope, just me. Let's split up, just like old days. You can be the only person to fall off the dragon. I'll take the southern hemisphere. You take the northern. How's that, son? <laughs> I'll meet you back at the castle. See you later. After a long night of delivering gifts to all the good children of Manumi, the five travelers are returned to their respective homes just in time to get some rest on this, the eve of Candlebells. And we return to the snowy realm of the Candle King. At the very top of the Candle King's castle, there is a solitary tower. In the center of this tower, a bright flame bursts suddenly to life with the radiance of golden fire over the dark, snowy skies. As the flame burns brighter and taller, out of the air above it comes streaming the long, silken-scaled body of Kultarn the Righteous. His body flows out from the opening in the air, and swirling downward, he lights atop the tower. Standing alongside the candle, is Tarkin, Nessa, the Queen of Bells, 
and Natali, the Yule Cat. Klaus descends from the back of the Golden Dragon, pulling along his prisoner, the Dark Beast Prunkus, his hands bound with silver threads. Tarkin staggers back a few steps. My father? Is that... is it... is it really you? The dragon purrs. Quick as a flash, his draconic form whips back like a burning wick. And Kultarn the Righteous steps toward his son, all adorned in white robes, his shoulder-length golden hair blowing in the wind. And the two embrace deeply as Kultarn chuckles. <laughs> I have missed you, father. And I you, son, but here I am. I have much to tell you of my adventures, but for now, I'm afraid we have some important business to attend to. Natali! The Yule Cat steps forward, bowing his head low in honor. My liege, it is indescribably good to see you again. You look exactly as I remember you. Ha, <laughs> and you look mightier than ever, old friend. I wonder if you might help me with a little something, he asks, scratching the great white and gold tiger behind the ears. Natali purrs. Anything. Call forth my sons, or their representatives at least. I know that many won't come, not at such short notice, but as many as can, I desire to speak with them. Uh, of course, my lord, at, at once. Natali leaps up onto the platform alongside the great candle, which still burns bright. With a yowl and a swipe of his paw, he rings the bell on his neck, and six portals open around the perimeter of the tower. Many moments pass before finally someone steps forward from the northernmost port. A seemingly ancient bird steps through, leaning on her staff, and slowly makes her way toward the center of the circle. I'm here, I'm here. Hmm, ah! Flinkle, uh, I suppose my brother Nebo was too busy to make the trip. Yes, birds of a feather send others with well, he doesn't have feathers. I, it's, I it's all right. It's all right. Don't worry. So quickly after dropping you off, he makes your return. Yes, I'm very important now. And she shows him a little pin that she made real quick that says representative. Just says representative. I see it. Even though I don't have much time, they'll have to replace me very soon. Oh, you look like a young spring chicken to me. And uh, the Candle King kind of slaps you on the shoulder and oh! uh, he breaks both your legs. Oh! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Out of the westernmost portal, another figure steps forward. Dark, short, covered in black hair, but only from the waist down. Why have we been summoned to this place? Why is that a goat? Hey, you will treat me with respect. Toxis! I see another brother is unable to make it at this time. Sworn Dukat the Beast sends his regards. Sworn? Uh, I'm sure he's busy with the hunt or something. Uh, but thank you for coming in his stead. We were spending some time with the wine. Oh. You look over, Toxus, and you see that uh, Klaus has a silver-threaded uh, rope that binds Prankus. I knew you would be here. You've been on the move. You just hear, like, a low rumble come from Prankus, and he just kind of... He just has this, like, grunt of defeat basically comes out of him. 
Ah, we actually caught him. Yes, we caught the fiend, and we stopped him from spreading mischief across the lands of Monumi. Would you say he is a beast? Uh, and that he'll come back with me to the Duke? Coltarn speaks up. No, little one, he's not uh, a beast, or not quite. This one's something different altogether. Uh, Prankus kind of shifts to turn away so you can't see his face again. He's just, just really pouty. Maybe more pouty than you would have expected from this dark creature. Did someone steal his candles? At that time, uh, a third figure goes to step forward out of a portal, the southernmost portal. So, you know how in, like, claymation cartoons or, like, the old Christmas movies where they did the stop-motion figures? Yeah, 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 stop-motion. It's kind of, like, almost cartoonish-looking, just rocking back and forth on each side, Mm -hmm. slowly moving forward, a small... About a foot tall stone statue. Foot tall. Looks like a looks like a dog's body with giant bat wings coming out of it. Okay. And it has just this ugliest little gremlin face you've ever seen with the the top row of teeth just protruding out and this stupid wide and long tongue is all you can see sticking out. Gargoyle. You stop motion your way through the portal over to them, and, and they all just kind of look at you sort of nonplus. This is the first time any of them have seen you. Uh, what's what is that? <laughs> I, I am not sure. I, I assume this is one of my brother's agents, Sanjat. Are you... Did the visits of Vithaven do this to you? Are you from Sanjat? Do you represent my brother Sanjat, Duke of Dreams? I represent Sanjat. I am Sanjuini, <laughs> representative of what? Sanjat, the Duke of Dreams. So, Sanjat sends the wiener dog? Is that a rock? The wiener dog is here. Yes. It's a wiener dog. I am a gargoyle. I watch people when they're sleeping. That's very <laughs> <God>. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is not as many as I had hoped, but alas, there was little warning of my arrival indeed. I will entrust you avatars to return to my sons as soon as we break this fellowship. But if you will listen, I do have some important tidings, some tidings of great distress and some of hopefully much joy. As you all may have noticed, there is a darkness spreading across the realms, even here. Yes, there have been many nightmares across the lands. Yes, um, San Ju- Sanjuini. Sanjuini. Yeah. I, wa- I want you to become my new pet. Sanjet, Duke of Dreams, names all of his avatars and gargoyles partially after him. I see. That's my name, Sanjuini, because I am a weenie dog gremlin gargoyle. Right. Uh, Sanjuini. I understand. How old are you? Uh, 968. Wow. Anyhow, if, if I may return to the time is of the essence, I know that you all... Manumi is only like 200 years old. Well, the realms have been here much longer, and even here, in the whimsical plane, we have seen the effects of this darkness. Uh? He waves his hand toward the dark figure of Prankus, who utters a groan in defeat. I hit him with my cane. 
This darkness is due to an unnatural shift that is currently happening on the natural plane. On Manumi, a being of immeasurable evil has been found. It was defeated long ago by the gods of Manumi, my creators. But due to the schemes of the wicked, that darkness will rise again. And with it, a final shadow might wash across Manumi and then all the realms may follow. Kultarn steps forward. He's radiant, his hair golden, gleaming. He places a hand on Klaus's shoulder. The laws of whimsy have restrained us, my children. We may influence the other realms, brush up against them, but never truly put our hands to their fate. But this fate is not theirs alone. This is the reason for my return, to greet my sons. And when the time arrives, to bring any who will join me to stand in the gap against this coming darkness. The Candle King steps forward. I have decided to join this fight for the realms. I will go to the natural plane when the time comes. Natali, the Yule Cat, he steps up beside him, looking up. But, my lord, Klaus, if you go to the natural plane, what will happen to Candlebells? How can it continue without its king? Hultarn chuckles. <laughs> Toxis will take Zud very, very, very Zud care of it. <laughs> I can fly. I meant the. I can fly the sleigh. Uh, yes, I'm sure that you will, Toxis, but don't worry, my dear Natalia. I would not leave Candlebells, the most sacred day of love in all the realms, without their king. Klaus will help me in protecting the realms, but the Candle King will remain here. But I don't understand. Are you saying that, that Klaus will not be leaving with you? Kultarn looks down at Natali. In my time away, traveling all the realms, I have found Klaus a replacement. What? Yes, it is time for someone Sanjini? new to It's not Sanjuini. <laughs> Sanjuini beat the Candle King? Kultarn looks down at the little claymation dog gargoyle. No, Sandwini. I have found a replacement in my travels. Someone to carry on the responsibility of the Candle King. Flinkle starts walking up. No, Flinkle. It's not you either. <laughs> what? It's not you either. You all already have your responsibilities to my sons, my other sons. Oh, yeah. Nebo. Yes, to He Nebo, needs me. The Duke of the Skies. He needs me, but um, I don't know how, how long he'll have me. I'm sure that you've got many good years left, Flinkle. It's time for someone new to carry on the responsibility of Candlebells. To take on the mantle of Candle King, as Klaus once did in my step. And for someone to take on the mantle of Candle King, they must be a being of pure spirit. Not mortal, such as the three of you. But an enduring spirit. And I have found just the right person. A portal opens up behind him, golden, with the sound of a ringing bell, and a figure steps out. Allow me to introduce the new Candle King, Philip of Hicks. Ho, ho, ho! Happy Candlebells! <clears throat> am, am I doing this right?
And with that, we wrap up our fifth Candlebells special. Can, can I, hey, can I say something before that you turn it off? That was awesome. Go ahead. Honestly. I want to say I'm yeah. proud to be one of the only people oh, yes. who are in this podcast where you yeah, actually America. had an episode with Cool Tartan in it. That's awesome, bro. Like, you've had I'm one so where you mentioned him, mm-hmm. but we actually got to figure out he was a Jack and Kelly. Hey, cool we wrote. I didn't know that. He was mentioned literally the only other time he has been officially for sure mentioned that I can say. Well, I mean, he's mentioned before. The first time he was ever truly, truly mentioned was last year. Was in the episode that you were in for the Cannibal Yeah, but you he found... wasn't a dragon. Well, you I didn't know, know he was a dragon. You didn't know he was a dragon. Was dragon. It was a year ago, bro. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed this. Thank you guys for playing. Hope that you had fun. Uh, <laughs> got to ride a dragon and fight Prankus. And, yeah, and uh, Coltarn. It was so good. I mean, that was the dragon part you just said. Mm, It was. That's exciting. I'm flipping out. Felicia, when you said, I am cool tar. (laughs) Felicia about fandom. Uh, But that is going to be it for us today. Thank you, Landon. Thank you, Haley. Thank you, Elam. (laughs) And Levi. You don't have to say thank you to me or Elam. And, of course, thank you, Felicia. We loved it. We caused you great pain. (laughs) It's okay. Great pain in the ears. Thank you so much for joining. Hope that you guys had fun. And we hope that all of you out there listening, especially now um, in this time of the year, and and while we're on a break, we hope that you've enjoyed this, this fun little episode and that you have a very Merry Candle Bells. Have a holly jolly candle bells. It's the best time of the year. Wow. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And to all. Candle bells. Please never die. No, you did not. All the other words. Goodbye. Bomb, 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 intro. There you go. I'm with a bunch of weirdos. In a world where we- six people must go and defend the right of candles, <laughs> what will they do? It's a valid question. They'll strive to find tacos. Oh, no. I love tacos. <laughs> we this- will fly to the sky like Rocket League with our farts. This won't be good. <laughs> Man, this is going to be bad. <laughs> We will sing the Bing Bong song. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, what I say? I said, I said, get the fart jokes out before we start. That's what I said. I said get the fart jokes out, and then immediately we start. It's like farting. In a world. In a world. Where farts sustain us. Who will slurp on these farts? My name's Elam, and I play some guy named Clint Eastwood. Try that again. My name is Elam, and I play. My name is Elam, and I'm playing a character named Flint. <laughs> he plays How's Flint. That he plays Flint. Yeah, just say I play Flint. That's fine. I, I play Flint. Flint Eastwood. Underwood. Oh my gosh, you got it. Underwood. Flint Eastwood's like Clint Eastwood. Flint Underwood. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's nice. Flint Underwood. I mean, you can be Flint Eastwood if you'd rather. Flint Eastwood. Okay. Yeah, All right. It is that festive time of the year when the cold wind blows down from the north across the lands of Manu. I knew it. I don't need the sound effects. I'll, I'll, add, those in. I'll, add, I'll add those in myself. Either, okay? I knew it. We got a real wise guy up in here. You know? He is a gnome wizard. Start that over. He did a big hawk and cough the moment you started. Grindel. Oh. It's okay. My Something guy. that's just a little will be okay. But like a... <clears throat> I'd rather avoid that as much as I can. Grendel is a. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't. It's okay. We're having fun. We're having, having a good time. We're having a good time. My lord. Is that what a stomp puts out? <laughs> Somebody's stomping grapes. <laughs>
The Candle King. Maybe I should just cancel this. Should we just cancel this? I mean, maybe. All by myself. Man. This is like this is like recording riff tracks or something like that. Is, um, do we have like do we make our own commercials? Flint's not gonna make it very long. Flint is gonna Flint's about to get taken by Krampus. <laughs> What'd you say, Finn? She wasn't even talking. Yes, she did. Oh, I didn't hear. I'm sorry. It's because you're talking. I have to go, get him, Landon. Get him. It's too quiet. I need to make some noise. I'll pull out a pot and pan. The only. <laughs> It's been done before. I'll pull up my You're not supposed to tell him our plan. You will not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he said. He said, don't tell him our plan. He said, we've come to stop you. Don't tell him our plan. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, one out of 47. Let's go. <laughs> he's drunk. He can't make it. <laughs> you say he's drunk. I didn't know what he said. You say he's drunk because I can barely understand <laughs> yes. you at all. He's drunk. He's also drunk. He's drunk. He can't make it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is, uh, is Toxus also drunk? We <laughs> drunk. We were drunk. <laughs> Still we were spending a bit of time with the vine. I knew you would be here. You've been on the move. Duh. Did he say on the move? Did he say on the move? <laughs> it is impossible to understand this accent. We need a translator. I love it. Would you say he is a beast? <laughs> and that he will come back with me to the Duke? Coltarn uh, speaks up. No, this one he is... <laughs> Gosh. I represent Sanjat. I am Sanjuini. Representative of Sanjat, the Duke of Dreams. He said his name Sanjini. 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 I thought he said Sanjuini for a second. That is what I said. Sanjuini. Sanjuini. Okay. Yes, there have been many nightmares across the lands. Yes, um, San Ju- Sanjuini. Sanjuini. E- oh. I want you to become my new pet. He needs me, but um, I don't know how how long he'll have me. I'm sure that you've got many good years left. Oh my gosh, please. We're like three sentences away from being done with this. It's like a hound dog. I want a campaign with these three characters. (laughs) 